Folks, we have with us today one of Europe's youngest unicorns. While they are new to the unicorn club, they are definitely not new to e-commerce. This is a company that's largely stayed away from the limelight. And you may be forgiven for not having heard about them, but I can assure you this, you'll be hearing a lot more about them from now on. They recently announced a $700 million fundraise from Bain Capital, bringing their total founding to over $1 billion and also catapulting them into the unicorn club. Folks, we have with us today Berlin Brands Group, or more commonly known as BBG. While the world knows them as an FBA aggregators, there is so much more to them. And today, we're going to demystify the giant that is BBG. I'm Raphael, your host. Welcome to episode 16 of Datahawk e-commerce podcast. Once again, for this episode, I'll be sharing the mic with our favorite e-commerce expert, <laughs> Pat, head of customer success at Data. Pat, what's up? How's it going, Raf? Thank you for having me. Always, always. And today, we're proud to welcome Malt Karsten. I hope I say it right. <laughs> head of Acquisition <laughs> Europe at BBG. Malt, thank you for joining. Uh, hi, yeah. guys. Hi. Maybe before we dive deeper into our episode, uh, could you please tell us more about you? Yeah, um, as, as you already mentioned, I'm Malte Kassan and um, I'm with BBG for quite a couple of years now. And um, before that, and indeed there was a life before, <laughs> I used to run my own um, e-commerce business for 20 years and, and sold it after 20 years um, to, um, to a big uh, international company. And To BBG? So, no. No, 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 no. Uh, BBG was at that time. The BBG was not like let's say engaged in this ah, acquisition topic, and that's it. why. Otherwise, of course, I would have chosen. <laughs> and um, yeah, so like I've seen everything, like from starting in the garage and, and then right. packing the own parcels and doing like everything from scratch, 1998, different times, <laughs> like Amazon only in the US and not not already like in, in, in Germany or in Europe established. And, ba back, and then, like, back then, Mort, when you told people you sold online, did people ask you, what's the internet? Yeah, like this. <laughs> like this. The internet, what's like, that? <laughs> yeah, uh, even my mother saying, uh, Christmas saying, and this is, this is my, uh, like, still doing something, mm, I don't know, but uh, maybe it's, maybe it's okay, you know, it's okay, still take a seat, yeah, so, um, um, so it was a different time, yeah. indeed, yeah. so, yeah. but, um I've seen, let's say, a lot uh, in the, in that in that in those days, and um, like ramped it up to a dimension um, like close to the BBGs uh, today, and so it was like quite a successful time. And right after selling it, I decided to do nothing, let's say, and <laughs> start what do you trying mean around. What do you mean by those, nothing? Uh, like sleeping and stuff, <laughs> eating cool. things like we've mentioned before. Um, but of course, you know, like it's it's e-commerce and it's crazy yeah. times. And there were several people like showing up saying, hey, you have time. Um, would you please uh, like look into it quite quickly? Like give me your two cents about it or something. Yeah. And and then I was like diving into things like playing around with Big companies, like first of all, like like known ones, like big mm -hmm. players, Dax concern, uh, as we say in German, um, and um, help them like to get them onboarded in the e-commerce space or like improve things on on their ends. And so, um, so you were essentially working as a consultant then, Mold. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Okay. That's what it is. And, and and then the BBG, let's say, showed up as well. Like same situation. Like. With the founder, I had uh, um, like a 
ideal relation, like from scratch, like mm. from the first uh, conversation, and, and and then since then, I'm I'm like digging deeper here, <laughs> yeah, day to day. Uh, it's it's crazy, and now I'm really pretty much engaged, like 24/7 here, and um, and this is um, something I'm I love a lot, like and I adore a lot, and. Uh, Many people here in the BBG. We come to it at the next point, maybe, but uh, it's really like 1,300 people, wow. like yeah. lovely wow. people and yeah. great people, and really like evangelists. Oh, I know. Believe me, because you know BBG is <laughs> yeah. our customer, and I've spoken with so many people from your team, and you know, believe me, I, I love uh, all of the people I've spoken with. You know, so yeah, yeah that's true. Okay, that's it for some. <laughs> Thank you. That's one of the best intro we oh, we've yeah. got so far in this. In this. Um, so I want to I want to hear more about BBG origin story. Uh, when was BBG established, and what was the original business model? Uh, it, it's like um, like go back two minutes. Okay. Like same story, and nearly it was Peter um, Peter Chayavsky, um the founder and still the the head of everything today uh-huh. and the owner today. Um, And he, uh, back, uh, back in the days in 2005, he decided um, to say, yeah, he, he was a DJing, you know, he was no way. something, no he way. was in that area. <laughs> and he was, maybe you, when you think back, there was this MK2 um, um, turntable thing, like yeah. pretty expensive. Yeah. And that was the only one that you could like play backwards and then scratch and things and so on. And that was really expensive. And like for all those guys who would like to wanted to start DJing or something, mm-hmm. it was really too far away. Yeah, like to equipment away. wise. So, and he said, "Is this really that expensive? Is isn't there a chance to like mm-hmm. bring this down somehow?" And he was like crazy starting thing, you That's know, incredible. like DJ equipment. He traveled to China and from like his like I don't know savings. I don't know traveled to China. <laughs> Took a look around, visited factories, um, agreed certain like contractor structures, returned, started from scratch everything alone, mm-hmm. and then employed the first people, the first guys, and and um, really started something from scratch mm-hmm. like, like I did, you know, mm-hmm. um, and ramped it up over the years, added new brands, new verticals um, over time, um, and then. Um, we are ending up in 2015 or something, mm-hmm. yeah, 2015, 20, or let's say, let's go the whole way, 2020. Yeah. And okay. until 2020, he brought this one up with so many different items, verticals, marketplaces. Um, that was really, from the very beginning, was um, one of his um, main scopes, internationalization. Yeah, today the BBG is on 100 marketplaces um, and, and shops yeah. and uh, really international, 28 countries. And let's say BBG is really there. Yeah, yeah let's say there's, yeah. A, right. there's an entity on the floor. There are like employees on the floor. It's like, like natives and people who are speaking the language. You know, you cannot simply like roll out your English uh, shop with a mirror page into Croatia and say, come on, guys, <laughs> let's start yeah. saying things, you know, yeah. and because yeah. it's cultural things, it's yeah. different things. You have to do different approaches for every yeah. single country. And there's a customer service um, that is speaking so many languages, so yeah. many natives flying around. I, I love to work two years ago together with the BBG customer service a lot. And 
um, had some projects in there and so many people, it's, it's crazy, it's Babylonian dimensions. <laughs> there are so many people running around there from different countries, South America and Southern Europe, Northern Europe, uh, what's, whatever, it's, it Asia. It sounds exciting and, yeah. and chaotic at the same time. Yeah, no, but it's very well organized. That's not, that's uh, really, this is, um, this is what I can say. There's Definitely. a method yeah. uh, to the madness. Yeah. <laughs> so, so um, when you started out in 2005, you know, um, uh, Peter, you originally had your own brands, right? That's how you guys started out. Not in the aggregator model, but with your own brands. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. It was like, uh, there was no aggregator idea at all. Right. Okay, yeah, right. there was, it was simply, okay, I would like to start with some products because Peter always wanted to democratize the 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 item space yeah. that's mm -hmm. yeah if mm -hmm. there's a if there's a product that is nice and that is beautiful okay but is this really let's say worth a price tag 500 or yeah. Yeah. 1000 yeah. somethings or whatsoever yeah if he, if you're traveling through whatever uh, um, sourcing country and you see here uh, 20 50 or whatsoever you know yeah. it's it's crazy you know and it's simply a different approach it's about democratizing things indeed so, and, and very early, earlier than me, <laughs> he came to the conclusion, okay, but there must be some sort of own brand, an nice. umbrella on top nice. of it, yeah. not just like buying things randomly, selling yeah. it because it's a great opportunity today to, to, to jump on certain trains right. and to, to fight in those ASINs with 50 others. Um, yeah. And it's about sense and ups and downs <laughs> yeah. and buy box share and whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. It's really um, a different story if you say, okay, no, my product, I'm fully owning, fully vertical, as Peter's always selling, like BBG is a fully vertical company yeah. from the manufacturers, like over 600 or something. From the manufacturers until the customer on the very end, yeah. like everything, like I've been owned. reading about how many warehouses you guys are building in Europe, and yeah. these are massive warehouses. <laughs> yeah, that's already there. Yeah, and uh, still to come, right? Um, this is like, and also the offices. You know, you cannot yeah. like steal the US, for example, from Berlin or something like remote. <laughs> you know, yeah. of course, there are offices in the US, like yeah. Boston and, and San Francisco. And, and of course, their offices in Asia, inbound, outbound, yeah, Hong Kong, Shenzhen. Um, and today, yeah, it's also like you need an office in the UK as well, for example, yeah. as we as we as we yeah. have uh, like in Oxford, because Brexit, you know, everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's better if you have the guys over there, like behind the new Chinese wall, like in the in the in the channel. Right. Cool. Perfect. Thank you for that uh, yeah. context, uh, Mold. Um, well, now BBGs known more for being an aggregator right like clearly today so could you shed some lights on this pivot like when did the company decide to actually move to an aggregator space and and why when is the exact moment and why yeah you're talking to the right guy um <laughs> actually um it was it was some sort of an um, an older idea, let's say, in 2020. It was like on the table several times. You know, we have all the infrastructure. We have everything in place. We have that multilingual customer service. Mm -hmm. We have those offices, Istanbul, Bratislava. You know, we are spread over the place. Mm -hmm. We have the logistics and, and everything in our own hands. And could this be an idea to, like, let's say, lease 
our capacities to others, yeah. you know, yeah. like fulfillment solution, offer fulfillment solutions or graphic solutions or whatsoever, you know, distribution things were always on the table. Like, you know, like companies showing up saying, I'm strong in Germany. Could you, yeah. you know, like, you so know, essentially, your, your Mort, were you essentially just looking for some kind of new revenue stream then at that point of time? Yeah. Leveraging indeed. your existing infrastructure. Yeah, indeed, Got indeed. It. Like mm. simply or a little bit the other way around. Like it came up to our mind maybe because it was a little bit like searching for something, but mm -hmm. also it was like driven outside in founders approaching the BBG, Got it. Yeah. You know, Got saying it. Got I it. was approached by their someone yeah. company from the US. I don't know, <laughs> you know far away. Yeah. It was a little bit weird. You know, I'm sitting here, landside, you know, like in my village. And it was really... So you woke up from I, sleep and now you're a, a billion dollar <laughs> company. Wow. Mm -hmm. so, and, and, and then they came to us and saying, okay, guys, um, somehow... I became warm with that idea maybe that selling my business yeah. could be an, an opportunity for me. It, it just makes, yeah, it made sense. You had all the resources. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and they approached the BBG, of course. Yeah, top three, mm. Amazon Europe yeah. and yeah. big player and known brands, you know, like Klarstein, for example, oh, yeah. one of the biggest e-commerce brands in Europe. Um, and, and so it was... For the founders, it was pretty much clear, like to approach the BBG, there was no web page, yeah, like enter yeah. your name here or something. It was simply network or people like on a certain trade fair whatsoever, mm. like coming across saying, mm, could this be an idea? You know, my bra. Essentially an accidental aggregator. Yeah, like, like maybe in the beginning, a mix of everything, you know, there was some sort of a, let's say, full pipeline before yeah, we started. Yeah. There was some sort of a, yeah, we want something, you know, like an organic growth adding to, you know, like speeding up yeah. somehow, you know, like we have our own 14 brands. Could it be an idea? Like our 100 product managers are working anyway, you know, like they want to go back to DJing? variations. Peter, do you uh, want to go back to DJing? No? <laughs> me? No, no Peter, Peter, I don't no, know. No. <laughs> I don't think that here's the time. I never see him on a, on, a, on a Christmas party or something, like returning to the turntables. No. Um, but maybe, I don't know what he has in mind, like going forward. He's younger, he's by far younger uh, than me, like 10 years younger than me. Wow. So he's wow. like, world is open, you know, for him. Um, because he started that early. Yeah, like the typical, right. like schools and game. And so by me, the, the, I had a. Um, I had a like um, university in between and all that stuff. Yeah. So uh -huh. lost time, wasted time, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and so that's why really um, he is like, he has his whole life in front of him, you know, like, right. so, it's, yeah. right. so I don't know. So 2020 yeah, was the, the turning point. 2020 okay. was the turning point, like thinking about it quite a long time, mm -hmm. looking like uh, taking a look around, like mm -hmm. analyzing the space that was already there. Like yeah. it was really in the beginning was like mm, should we do it yeah yeah, yeah should yeah. we do it because yeah. we are so different right exactly. because everything you see is like let's say new established things like with people most of the time that we are like outside like coming from the outside in like from mm -hmm. the e-commerce perspective you know before bank yeah background yeah. or yeah. whatever history and and they are like overtaking brands when founders today are fighting in those brands yeah. giving their best have have all the knowledge about the products everything history legacy mm -hmm. you know they know everything working 24 hours 
won't say that. <laughs> working 24 hours and, and you know, Christmas, yeah. 4 p.m., opening up the laptop, looking yeah. Yeah. at reviews, something, yeah. negative feedback. I don't know. Like As startup folks, we can relate to that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, <laughs> that's the same. So, and then it's like handed over to some guys that are really from a different space. And we analyze the brands before the, mm. the acquisition moment and after and something. And we were really like in doubts, let's say, um, uh, regarding the whole idea of that aggregation yeah. of yeah. brands, let's say, right. you know, because there's always for us, it felt like in the beginning for us, it felt like some sort of a disadvantage found us 24 seven engaged. Mm -hmm. Right. Structure, um, you know, like, um, yeah, it's, but, but soon we came to the conclusion. Okay. But we have all the pros, yeah. yeah, we have all the focusing guys. Like there's marketing guys doing mm -hmm. the marketing. There's customer service doing mm -hmm. the customer service, channel management, category management, product management, logistics, team, yeah. Yeah. logistics. Yeah. You know, and so, yeah. and that's then in a certain stage for every single business there is yeah. some sort of a transition moment yeah. Yeah. when big infrastructure beats twenty four seven engagement mm -hmm. because it's it simply became too big. For one person, you know, I'm talking to founders every day and I'm talking to founders with, I don't know, how it's called. Bags, yeah. Out of the screen, you know. So that's why um, mm, there is a transition moment. There's uh, a real need for that. that idea. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. So there is a need, definitely. And that's why we started end of 2020. Yeah. Uh, we started that really like um, that new department. It was mm -hmm. like a new yeah. acquisition department. <laughs> and then this was really high-level uh, management atten uh, attention on it. Right, uh, right. Co-founder, founder, uh, me. And, and, and then from that moment on, it was like more and more and more. And today we are, I don't know. I stopped counting. <laughs> I stopped counting. Um, but it's really, mm, yeah, it might be 50 or something, like people full-time engaged here. It might be more. Wow. Um, it depends how you... You know, because yeah. there is some sort of um, hybrid situation when it comes, for example, to integration yeah. integration phase. Yeah. I'm moving a little bit quickly around. Then it's, of course, guys who are working, for example, in the logistics team, mm -hmm. running like across the 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 um, the, yeah. the place and and. and docking docking on here yeah. uh, with the M and A department, yeah. mm -hmm. doing the things. Returning, yeah. coming back if needed, and something. This is of course some sort of um, a big advantage of the BBG. You know, like this, you have like endless capacities in terms of pros yeah. in the certain different fields yeah. that you can like um, allocate yeah. for a certain yeah. time. Yeah, and then they can go back do their things, yeah. return, and something. But of course, especially here in phase one and in phase two, like in those due diligence phase, phase mm -hmm. two, and here yeah. pre IO stage, phase one. Of course, those guys are full time. Uh, IO yeah. would be what, uh, Malt? Letter uh, of intent? LOI. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. LOI or IO, okay. yeah, indicative offer. Or, ah, okay, um, okay. indicative mm -hmm. offer. And, and that, that's exactly what my next question is about, Malt. You know, so because you guys have been creating brands from scratch since 2005, right? And, you know, so what advantages do you think this gives you? Because you've been in the game for so long, et cetera, et cetera, you know, compared to all of the other 100 aggregators out there, because, you know, you've got the experience, you've got the infrastructure, you've got the systems, processes, people. So I think part of this question you've already answered in the previous answer, but maybe if you can add a little bit about specific advantages, maybe, you know. 
you answered uh, uh, indeed you answered the rest actually now but okay <laughs> I, will, I will try to find some missing uh, pieces <laughs> of the puzzle um and yeah indeed you know it's it's all about when i'm talking to guys here it's not like they are not catching balls trying to um like forward the ball nice. somehow mm-hmm. yeah um, it's it's more or less they really I can see it in their eyes. Like of all of those guys, integration, yeah. brand managers and something, they're immediately like, there's fantasy. They're immediately thinking about new variations, new styles, new somethings, you know? Because if they have some sort of a product manager um, um, and background yeah. or sourcing background or something, they're immediately yeah. thinking mm-hmm. about how yeah. to leverage things, what, yeah. what could be, the, ah, I know this uh, particular yeah. vertical something pretty well for quite yeah. a long time. And, it's it's perfect that we have this brand as some sort of a basement for yeah. our vertical here in the BBG. Yeah, this is our idea. We have this like let's say basement idea. Yeah. There are brands mm. that are opening up a new vertical, and then we can quickly like build the top of it, like with our capacities, product management, and something. Yeah. Um, we can quickly build a house. On that yeah. basement. Mm-hmm. I, I think your experience has really helped you then in the sense when I say your experience, I mean, you know, the, the entire company as a whole, all of the people, because right now there's a war for talent out there, right? Because so many, there's so many aggregators in this space. Everyone's looking for Amazon talent. You guys already have all of the talent because, you know, you got into the space in 2005, right? Cool. So let, let's talk a little bit about, you want to add something, Malt? Yeah, I wanted yeah. to say, and it's vice versa. It's also like um, that we... What, what I see is um, our the history and yeah. the knowledge mm-hmm. and the, um, and everything uh, also creates some sort of awareness yeah. um, in terms of, okay, this is maybe not something we should go for. Your intuition. We have already yeah. learned. Yeah. yeah, we have Got already it. learned in the past that nice. this is... Mm, has some sort of implications, patterns, rec- you know, patterns and things like that. Nice. Yeah, whatsoever. So maybe when so- someone else who is not like that, that lots, yeah. uh, yeah. lot of um, knowledge and and and, and history, um, and like he can yeah. like, they're gonna have them to make the mistakes to learn. Whereas you've already learned from back in the day. Yeah, that's why. And so so vice versa, and that saves time on both ends. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. we are not like. Um, you're not like engaging with founders if we see from scratch um, that yeah. might not be a perfect fit into the BBG thing nice. where I see it from from sometimes that other aggregators maybe are engaging yeah. in deep in yeah. something yeah. and on a later stage find out ah there's a problem got it so, and then cut off and then I'm talking to founders that are really like uh, I don't want to use the word but um, they say <laughs> yeah it gets too much time and, you. And okay. then, you know and wasted two months or I don't know and yeah. something yeah, yeah, they yeah. should have known from the very beginning because you know in the end the killing moment was too many skews and mm-hmm. they they knew from scratch yeah so yeah. so so what, what the heck absolutely yeah. Let's talk a little bit about DTC now, uh, Malt, you know. So on your website is a quote from your founder, right, Peter? It says, the majority of our revenues come from our own D2C websites. And, you know, that's a that's an enviable position to be in, right, Tareb? Why? Because given that on Amazon, you know, Amazon sellers are basically just renting Amazon's customers, right? So how difficult is it today to build a successful DTC business outside Amazon? The reason I ask that is, you know, millions of people are already visiting Amazon every day, right? But what are some of the challenges you face in trying to bring traffic to your own DTC websites and how do you tackle those challenges? 
Yeah, like it's it's two different things. Like the BBG is already there. Yeah. let's say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fifty percent D two C like web shop revenue. Like when it comes to the whole BBG, yeah, then it's fifty percent from the own web shops. This is of course something that has to do with the internationalization because if you are entering that many territories, you have to go your own way because there is no Amazon, there is yeah. no local marketplace hero or something, you know, a platform you can easily like dive in, mm-hmm. ship your things to the customers and that's it. And um, so the BBG had to do this. Mm-hmm. But of course, on the other hand, it was also done by purpose. Yeah. Um, in, in, in Germany, for example, where Amazon is strong or in the US um, where Amazon is also very yeah. strong. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, still, it's still useful to have your own web shops. And today, yeah. and today I see um, there are millions of customers like running around in those web shops every month without big marketing efforts and making Google richer as it is already. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, so this is then BBG is on some sort of stage, let's say, where you should end up somehow one day if you want to be successful. Starting it, what you are asking, starting it today yeah. is really, Got it. really difficult. Got yeah, it, because Got it. you're not only competing, let's say, with other web shops, with other web pages, you are competing with those marketplaces. Yeah? You can enter whatever search term you want and yeah. you will end up on Ebay's or Amazon's or whatever mm-hmm. links on the first 400 pages. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. So, and, you know, like competing with them, yeah. it's... Yeah, so, so it's, it's really hard. You have to find your niche. You have yeah. to, you would have to find some sort of product or something mm-hmm. that are maybe you know that would help you a little yeah. bit. Yeah, and it's, that is not that yeah. um, already. Let's say over over yeah or, or the other way around that Amazon is full of certain products. It's ten thousand. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So Google is as well. Yeah, yeah. So it's the same. Yeah, it's like yeah. mirrored there. So, yeah. Um, so it's all about unique products and, and focusing on the product side more and more and more. If you really want to step up and uh, come into the light yeah, and, yeah. And, and make yourself visible somehow, it's really a different story. It's not a, only about paying yeah. and paying AdWords and, and doing Zeozea things. Yeah. It's more today. Yeah, It's more basic work you would have to do um, in terms of uh, product things and, and as I mentioned already, uh, sourcing stuff. Got it. Got, Got it. it, thanks. Um, from what we're seeing, there's not a lot of uh, aggregators out there today that have expanded to Asia. Uh, whereas BBG, for example, for some time now has been operating there. Uh, and we know China has been setting the trends in, in e-commerce, like really. Uh, for example, the live video shopping. I mean, we again, I checked that <laughs> li- last night. Like, it's, it's incredible. You see the guy with the lipstick? Uh, seen, like, it's, yeah. it's insane. Like, Over a billion, yeah? <laughs> Over a billion. Over a billion, yeah, in yeah, 12 hours, yeah. So my question, I guess, is have you bought any learnings from, from China to Europe or to the US? What have you seen in China that is super cool, super sexy that you bought back here and in the US market? Yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> once again, it's two different things. Like okay. our, um, like taking a look around and um, like inhaling e-commerce trends mm-hmm. has, let's say, nothing to do, A, with the aggregator thing, mm-hmm. has nothing to do with our engagement in China and our team over there, a brilliant team, brilliant guys, strong guys. And um, um, of course, there are daily, on a daily basis, they are sending in things, ideas, 
some things. We have our communication lines here. Mm -hmm. And of course, it's there. But when it comes to live shopping, that was already, let's say, when I remember right, it was the 2019 um, it was already 37% of the e-commerce wow. um, in, in, in China was live shopping. So we are talking about an old thing. Yeah, if yeah, the, yeah. yeah. If the BBG would, would not, wouldn't have seen it in 2019 <laughs> already, then something would have gone wrong like completely. <laughs> so, yeah. of course, um, it's, there's always, always a cultural thing. Like you can see things, you can try to adopt them mm -hmm. um, and take that into different territories. Um, but still, I see there are differences, cultural Got differences, territories. Yeah, like like um, live shopping becomes very popular in, in South South Asia, like mm -hmm. Indonesia or Malaysia, and something. It's maybe a different area, different story, different cultural perspective mm -hmm. on purchasing things, like customer behavior. In in Germany, for example, it's those. Um, TV shopping things ah, like yeah. the QVC or whatever that thing is yeah and, yeah and still things and home shopping <laughs> and all it's called yeah. and so there must be something yeah the problem yeah. is um i like yeah the problem is in china the young people yeah are like going crazy for this live shopping thing. <laughs> yeah. In yeah. Germany, the old people ah, are watching. Nice. Okay, I see <laughs> what you're saying. Got to it. To bridge that. Yeah, yeah. in Germany, yeah. it's like a new idea because somehow maybe we are years behind the Chinese, <laughs> like waves of changes yeah. and something. Yeah. yeah. Um, because in Germany, for example, Germany, the mm -hmm. people start to laugh to live like free in terms of timings mm -hmm. and fixed fixed um starting dates of of tv shows or whatsoever you know it's all about netflix yeah, and you can yeah. buy it when you look at it yeah. and something you can enter your web shop whatsoever platform whenever you want mm -hmm. and 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 decide to buy it whenever you want so yeah. maybe that was the idea in china five years ago <laughs> so, so now china like is in some sort of renaissance yeah. saying no we we fix that yeah. and some sort of big advantage, of yeah, course. Yeah, 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 it has to come with some sort of big opportunity yeah. in terms of deduction or whatsoever. And then the people are coming like crazy. So we tried a little bit around with. Um, I remember it, it was two years ago or something with those live shopping things here already when like the first like platform wise Amazon offered like the first um, let's say yeah let's say platforms inside mm -hmm. amazon to play some sort of uh, live shopping things yeah um, so we are really close to all those trends it's Got not it. only like not too many yeah. different things yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not easy to determine was it like a chinese trend that came over to europe or is mm -hmm. it a u.s thing or yeah. is it even a european <laughs> thing from slovakia yeah. that i don't know that then ran into china and came back to europe oh, i don't know yeah. so BBG is, of course, sitting on trends. We have lots of um, very um, um, comprehensive chats here with mm -hmm. um, industry guys yeah. and, and e-commerce um, evangelists that are like throwing in thoughts every day mm -hmm. and it's discussed here and doing nighttime. Um, oh. I remember it because it's cross-continental and, you, are, you know, so we are very close to all those um, things I can say and um, are monitoring them closely. Yeah. Cool. I, I think this is a good setup for the next uh, section, you know, because let, let, let's shift gears now, Morton. Let's talk about the road ahead, you know, the future. So, you know, given all the funds BBG has raised, right, 
you, and you know, you, you probably have aggressive acquisition targets, right, for 2022. How many brands do you expect to have in your portfolio, you know, same time next year? <laughs> um, um, let's say, let's say, um, this is a good question. Um, this is really a good question. I, I would say, I don't know. Or other way around. You don't want to give it away. Because <laughs> <laughs> we can reverse um, engineer and be like, okay, BB is going to raise so much money in 2022. All right. <laughs> it's, let's say it's, it's more than I expected. You know, like our founder, Peter said in, in like all those big uh, newspapers or like, yeah. um, um, like Hundreds Blood and Financial Times and yeah. something. He mm-hmm. said, BBG, BBG, full stop we would like to, or we want to be the biggest e-commerce brands family in Europe. Oh, amazing. Wow. Example. That's what he said. Wow. So, and I said, okay, how many brands <laughs> do we need to like, handle like, with your infrastructure? And, and you know, like that not the people are like going crazy. You know, was it this brand or was it the other one? Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> um, so, but what I can see actually, yeah. you know, we are, we are close to 50, like, yeah total today mm-hmm. and um it really feels yeah. like feels like one year ago when it was 14 you know it's not like stretching uh, everything yeah. or it's like you know like people are like getting confused or whatsoever yeah. no it's mm-hmm. it's a, a, the infrastructure is simply handling it you know yeah. it's like yeah, uh-huh. yeah. you're uh, well prepared for like you know your next, next stage of growth yeah product. yeah i can yeah. see it like all those different communication lines mm-hmm. see how this is working between the different departments and the handover things yeah. and the handover scenarios within like here it's yeah. new something please and the channel manager is acting mm-hmm. and yeah. country manager slovakia is saying ah thank you very much yeah i'm playing it here on platform blah, blah, blah. It's like a swiss watch yeah like a swiss watch thank you for saying that <laughs> so malt which pillar do you, you know in the future do you see driving more growth for bbg brand creation which is what you guys you know originally did or acquisitions which of these two pillars do you think will drive most of your growth in the future i think it's a hybrid idea it's let's say um brand building within all the brands Got because it. from the moment yeah. when, That's the, a good when the brand is coming in and the brand yeah. is coming in there's yeah. no difference anymore yeah, yeah. exactly yeah if yeah. there's a new hire i've seen it like yesterday i looked at linkedin and i said ah you have 13 new colleagues in, in the <laughs> and, and this new colleague if you would like go to him and say come on you see all those brands what would you think is uh, a bbg brand mm-hmm. like you know like I long see, history yeah. and yeah. 15 years and what is a new one and yeah for right. him, it would hard, or for her, sense. it would hard to be determined because it makes me feel almost too good about this question. Now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> had to, had to. <laughs> so, so uh, you know, Mort, you sell via so many marketplaces, right? Like Dart and Fnac, uh, sorry, Darty and Fnac and Boulanger, etc. You know, and all of these guys also operate their own physical stores, right? Darty, Fnac, all of these guys. So, with so many brands under your umbrella and more coming in the near future. Can we expect to see BBG foray into physical stores? Yeah, um, I, I would say let's let's. You don't want to give it away. So, no, no, no. Sometimes <laughs> it's good to be like to be first mover. 
Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. Amazon is actually, or, or yeah. it could be first mover thing. Amazon opening up stores like to to bring in those uh, fast selling goods or to 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 bring those uh, items in the shelves yeah. that like cause highest return rates. You know, yeah, like yeah. Mm -hmm. the four star show and stores and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah like different approaches. Yeah, yeah. Amazon is, for example, trying around. Yeah. Um, the French players you mentioned yeah. like originally came from the retail side, opened up that yeah. marketplace and, 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 and now they are hybrid. I don't know how it ends up, you know, Got in it. terms of, I've seen it here with the German player who once started, who was, was a chain and now has this, um, and now like it totally turned yeah. upside down. It's yeah. like 90% e-commerce today and 10% shops. Come on, give it one year, yeah. and then the shops are gone, and they are like fully focused <laughs> on e-commerce. So, in this wow. actual situation where there's yeah. such a drastic shift yeah. taking place, yeah. Yeah. from our perspective, maybe not the best idea to say, "Here we are, Got the it. new chain, yeah. the new chain on the <laughs> on the streets." Um, maybe, yeah. maybe in near future, like we are checking everything, and we have sure. like uh, everything um, ready and prepared. Nice. But maybe actually today it's not the best moment. Got it. Got it. Makes Super sense. Clear. Yeah. Uh, well, I think it's time to wrap up this episode, except if you have one more question, Pat, on your... On your yeah, I, I was just going to ask, you know, we've spoken enough about BBG Mort. Can you tell us what an average day for you looks like? Uh, you know, uh, I'm sure it involves a lot of LinkedIn posting and I'm a big <laughs> fan of, you know, you, you're a LinkedIn influencer. You know, tell us what an average day is like for you. Do you even have an average day? <laughs> I think that's the question. <laughs> Naturally. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, no one asked me before. No one asked me before the question. Um, would I really give that away? Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like it's, 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 I'm trying to I'm trying to stand up as early as possible. Uh -huh. um, in terms of physical, uh, um, 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 like. I, I don't want to die because yeah. of, I don't want to die because just because of staying up early. But um, yeah, like typical day starts at let's say maybe seven in the morning mm -hmm. and and not earlier because normally I go to bed maybe at three or something. Wow, so it's really short nights. Four and, hours of sleep. Yeah, four hours of sleep is all you yeah, get. Yeah, but, but that's really deep. Deep sleep. Yeah. yeah, I'm really away. You could like, um, uh, like I don't know. I I don't carry away the, the house or what? what it says. Hmm? Where are the eye bags? I don't see any eye bags. Uh, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> I, I'm 44. I'm 44. It's coming. Um, so um, yeah. So and this is and then in between there are of course a lots of a lot of calls. Um, with mm -hmm. founders yeah. um, and this is of course in between and then meetings with my team and with the guys here in the M&A department also with um, I have several teams uh, uh, calls with um, it's not teams then uh, it's Chime but with Amazon for example mm -hmm. I'm ha having some sort of good relation to Amazon as well um, um, for years now and I'm um, always checking back like new developments, new things. And, uh, but not only with Amazon, also with other players in the yeah, market, yeah, um, yeah. like Alibaba and stuff. And um, so I'm trying to, to mix it a little bit. Yeah, like this new M&A uh, focus, also this um, focus, um, like always like keeping an eye on the market yeah, and yeah. on the development and the marketplaces. Trends, yeah, yeah. And, and, and in between, 
<laughs> in between, um, I'm, I'm sometimes post something on LinkedIn yeah. when I think it's it's like important to share yeah. or it's it's uh, whatsoever. Like sometimes Absolutely. it's funny and yeah. not all the people get it. And um, yeah, this is like basically. Uh, then there is a family with three kids. So, oh, your father uh, of three also, not, man. Th- wow. Three, three. Wow. Uh, not to be underestimated. Um, that's also important. <laughs> And um, so, yeah, trying to arrange everything. Rafi's a father of one and a half, so I'm already suffering. I don't know how you do it, man. Like, really respect, really respect. Yeah, but it's 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 gets better. It gets easier. It's getting better. It's getting better. If it comes to like over ten years old uh, uh, kids, then it's getting better. I can tell you. Thank you. Like, thank you so much for this episode. Like, I I really enjoy every piece of it. Uh, Loved your energy. Loved the energy. (laughs) Uh, I really hope our listeners learn a thing or two. At least I did personally. Oh yeah, a lot. Yeah. Uh, People, if you have any questions, feedback, or or comments, don't hesitate to to reach out to me or Pat or Matt on LinkedIn. Please (laughs) (laughs) don't hesitate to comment. Uh, We'll be back soon with another episode of Data OK Commerce Podcast. Thank you so much, Matt. Again, bye bye. Thank you, Matt. See you. Bye bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye.